Secret Friends Unite! Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast. This is your guide to the geek side. And I'm your host, Todd Oxtra. This is episode 325. You know, it's a big episode, and, you, you know, we're going to have a big anniversary with my co-host. Oh, wait, he's not here. He has been uh, whisked away to the Savage Lands to uh, partner with Kazar and Zabu and fight the uh, Savage Mutants. So we'll celebrate with uh, another awesome person, though, a uh, person who many of you may not think of when you think of, like, geek media and things. You think of, like, video games and PlayStation. And that is Kyle Stevenson, Mr. K-Step. Kyle is the co-host of PS Trophy Room with Mr. Badbit and co-founder of 6-1 Indie. Kyle, we've had you on co-op mode talking about video games, but this is all about geek media, comic books, fantasy, science fiction, Netflix, whatever you want in the world. Basically, things you read and watch. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Todd. Like you said, I, I I feel like I strictly talk video games all the time and not enough about the nerdy things that I enjoy. Um, I'm so excited to be here. It's going to be awesome. Well, Kyle, when um, you know you do an awesome show uh, with um, Joe, who's been on both of ours. He's mm-hmm. we bring him on typically want to talk about King Kong or Godzilla or things like that. Um, and uh, so because of that, you're, you're, you and Joe have been partnered uh, talking about PlayStation. How long has it been now? Uh, three years, about. Yeah. We, uh, we met. Uh, he came to a meetup that I was planning in New York. Uh, a few weeks later, he sent a message in the group chat like, hey, uh, my co-host is out. I need, uh, I need someone to guess and always wanted to talk PlayStation with, with a fellow human being on a, on a show or just in general, because all my friends are Nintendo fans and whatnot. So I jumped on the chance and three years later, we're going very strong. Yeah. And uh, I I tell you, uh, so proud of you guys, everything you've done, uh, you know, the people that you've highlighted, the, the, the great work you've done. And, uh, you know, even just recently, you guys had a milestone with Greg Miller coming on. I mean, he is like the king of of PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I've 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 followed Greg and all that and just all the many people that followed him at Kind of Funny. And and to get him on with you guys was awesome. So I'm, I'm really proud. And just to see you guys grow. Um, Thank you, Todd. I, 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 you know, I, I, I'm a Patreon, but I don't think that counts because, like, I, I'm not like getting paid. I'm like paying you. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know how that works. You know, I so guess that's yeah. the insidious side of Patreon. That's just how yeah. it works. Okay? <laughs> and I did not pay for your attendance. You were not no, bought. And paid absolutely to not. Yeah. No. no, no, no tears that say, "Hey, pay me at this year." Exactly. And I'll your <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I, I, but I'm very happy. Uh, you know, you guys are doing awesome work there. So this is going to be a fun time. And before we go in deeper. Kyle, we need to know your geek origin story. How did you become the nerd you are today? Oh, man. Um, it's an interesting interesting because I don't think of myself as like a, uh, a major nerd, although I enjoy like the nerdy, the typical nerdy things. Um, like I'm still learning to navigate reading comics. That's something I always wanted to do. I had comics when I was little, but it was like one-offs here and there when I went to like the the drugstore with my grandparents and I was like, "Ooh, that book looks cool. Let me grab one." It was like an X-Men. I think I had one of like the Dark Phoenix saga issues back in the day that I would read nonstop and never would continue that arc. Um, but then like 
I consider myself like a nerd with like sports and whatnot, which is like a different kind of like I'm very into the stats and, and everything. But it didn't start until I like I started playing games, and then uh, from that point, it just opened up the world to like these other nerdy properties and superheroes. And I saw my first Batman movie. I was like, oh my god, this is. What have I been missing? And then just really consumed all the media side of things of Batman. And uh, when New 52 came out, I was like, you know what? This is the time. This is the time when I could jump in and, and reading read some Batman and, and be feel like I'm caught up and not overwhelmed. Um, got overwhelmed very quickly. And then, of course, they ended New 52 and I got real sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like that that brought out one of my favorite comics is the court of owls like that story oh is, yes oh my god i love that story i'm so happy it's getting to a game but like i so excited to see um talon fully realized in an outside of the pages like it's gonna be awesome um have you seen the batman versus robin uh animated uh movie no so like the animated stuff i'm way behind on okay yeah that one is Court of Owls. It's one of the oh. first. I, I I really enjoyed it. So Sweet. if you, you don't watch all those, I mean, if you have HBO Max, it's there. So oh, it's, if you have it. Yeah. So they have I'm so many there that's fantastic. Then. Yeah, it's it's really it's really enjoyable. It's really good. Um, yeah, I would say that's something where um, I, I'm both a fan of DC and Marvel. I grew up more on the DC side. Uh, but I that's one area where I think regardless of DC's movie quality, their animated stuff is pretty spot on. And Marvel just that's really does hurt. not compete with them. Yeah. That's what I've heard, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other major nerdy thing that I got into a couple years ago um, was actually because of Kind of Funny, because they had guests on. Uh, they had the Critical Role crew on. And I never oh, yeah. once I never once thought of Dungeons & Dragons. Like, I heard of it. I was like, the typical image you have in your head of just these, these geeky guys at the library rolling dice and acting out <laughs> characters yeah. and they went on that show. I watched it. I was blown away by like how engrossed I was in that story. And from that point, I, it was right when their first campaign was ending and they were going to start a new one. I was like, you know what? Let me watch the first episode of the second campaign and see if I like it. And lo and behold, not only have, am I, I watch every single week live on their Twitch channel and I stay up till three, four in the morning cause they're West coasters. Uh, but I went back and rewatched all of campaign one over a hundred episodes. They're each like four hours each. So I'm, I'm so into D and D it's not even funny. I've tried to play a couple times. I enjoy it. It's just, it's hard to get like six people together to play like a big chunk of games. And it's so damn fun. I miss it so much. That is probably the nerdiest thing that I'm into is critical role and like Dungeons and Dragons. It's so, so much fun. Yeah. That's something you go deep in. I am. I think I played D and D once and (laughs) I was in high school, had a horrible time, bad D and D. So, and I've always wanted to try it again. It's just, it is a, it it, talk about the, the level of difficulty to get into it. It's Mm -hmm. like, if you're going to have a D and D session, they at a minimum three hours. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can't play a short like hour game. No, 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 no. no. And then you got to get your crew back together again. So it's a commitment. It's it's yeah. you know akin to being married or having kids. Uh, a D and D group you get together with, uh, that's ride or die. If you, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a part time job. It absolutely. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and they've done so much better things with doing things online. Um, some of yeah. those tools that that I've always wanted to try. So, um, you know, maybe if I get my son into it, that's something I want to do. But yeah, we've had people yeah. on that that are big into D and D, and that's just the one area I'm like I, I big into video games. So, and that's where sure. I'm like, but I can just go up and hit somebody. Don't I mean so? 
Charlie would kill me if I talk about video games. <laughs> but we'll 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 move on past that. But you know yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, something that uh, Charlie would love me to talk about is this beautiful cover, Kyle. Avengers number 325. Have you seen this bad boy? I'm looking oh at it right goodness. now. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. The, the, basically, uh, I believe that's Henry Pym and Cap and Cersei from the Eternals right in the middle. Uh, and it says, a uh, Cap, did you invite these people? Don't look at me. Oh, that's Quasar. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's got a mullet. Uh, it's Cersei's party. So you see all these people like the guardsmen, uh, a couple of like just really interesting looking people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't a, know. A lady with like fire on her head and she's multiplying. Uh, yeah. And it's I don't like even know. Versions. Yeah, I don't even know a lot of these, and I'm pretty familiar with a lot of Marvel characters. There's a guy in a hooded robe. Uh, looks like uh, uh, some type of maybe werewolf at night or werewolf at night yeah, or something. Yeah, two of them there. Yeah, guardsmen's kind of like the he guardsmen's are kind of like these these Marvel uh, sentry guards. They were like the green helmet and everything. Yeah, so I'm not familiar, but there's a couple of repeated people here. But the uh, byline says the Avengers enjoy a bit of time off after the crossing line affair, which I don't know what that is, and concentrate on their administrative duties. <laughs> Kyle, if you're a kid and you can read about administrative duties. Oh, my God. If my grandparents spent a dollar on this, I'd ask for the dollar back. Uh, just with <laughs> the sound of that. But, like, that's the thing that blew me away when I really was learning about comics and trying to get into them. Yeah, there's just whole issues where they're not really doing superhero no. things. No. Which I enjoy now as an adult. I think that's kind of cool to dive more into the characters. But as a kid, if you're like, oh, man, what's go- what are the Avengers going to do next? Oh, they're just going to, like, do paperwork and <laughs> go to a party. That's Performance reviews. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, yeah. So you know, it it was a dollar. It was October 1990. You know, kids were easily entertained. So you know, your mileage may vary. Uh, yeah. But you know, yeah, if you're in Marvel Unlimited, you know, be be sure to you know reminisce about administrative duties in your childhood. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of like Cap, like sitting down at a desk, writing out like expense reports. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Cap. Yeah. Oh, what, what did you what did you buy that, Cap? Oh my god. Yeah. Olive Garden? Come on. <laughs> That's not an approved expense. Yeah. Yeah. Unlimited breadsticks? Come on. Oh my goodness, yes. Oh well. Well, we need to move on, Kyle. We need to get sure. to the meat of the show. So we turn to our gal pal, our senior news correspondent. So without further delay, Madam Webb, take it away. Now it's time for Madam Webb's rumors and news. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Webb. Madam Webb, I I know you always take this opportunity when we've got a new guest to really check them out. And Kyle, let me just tell you, Madam Webb likes younger men. So oh yeah, so she's out in New York, I believe. So not exactly that close, but uh, I'm you, in, I'm on Long Island. I'm in. New well, York. Oh well, there you go. Oh, so if, so if, if you'd like a, a sugar mama. Uh, by all means, I will uh, give her your AOL address yes, and maybe please. your ICQ contacts. Because <laughs> that's all she still uses. <laughs> that works for me. What up, Madam Webb? Oh, oh, Kyle, uh, nice to meet you. Yeah, she's experienced, if that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, we'll start with the, the, the news this week. Um, Kyle, did you watch the Marvel MCU preview movie trailer? Did I? I think the the real question is Todd is how many times did I watch? Uh, Marvel just shadow dropped this trailer, and at first it starts off with Stan Lee, kind of a, a look back at some of their past properties, and then it just pivots into this is what's coming, movies are coming back, and oh God, yeah, yeah. So we did see a few things we 
are, you know, we're expecting. Um, but really, we've only really seen two new movies and trailers for them, uh, Black Widow and Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. After that, though, it's kind of like we aren't seeing much of anything, but we we got kind of got our first look at Eternals, Kyle. Yeah. And and, and uh, um, the first look of like ripped Kumail Najani on screen, like he looks like a totally different human being. Like he I'm incredible what he's gone through to, to, to become this hero in the Eternals. And I'm super excited for that because I know nothing of the Eternals. And I, I kind of want to keep it that way before I see the movie just to see Marvel take it in another new kind of way we haven't really seen before i mean clips and pieces of like maybe guardians here and there but i man give me a full-on space movie with with gods that's what i want (laughs) yeah the eternals is is, you know that's that's even people that are big into marvel comics they will ultimately tell you i'm not really familiar with them because they've not been successful Mm -hmm. uh it's the funny part essentially they've had like three comic book runs i don't think any one of them lasted more than 15 issues wow okay Um, the last uh, the last run they had was like from 12 years ago so they do not have i mean and but they'll show up in like books and things like that mm-hmm. but they've never really been like huge um and and some people have said this is like the asgardians with much without the personality which is kind of like they're pretty <laughs> stoic to begin with so. sure yeah yeah uh, but the the short on eternals basically they were created to defend the word the the the, the earth from uh these these evil forces that were coming down um and they've kind of blended in as humans so i'm guessing what they'll do is just they'll be activated and they will eventually wake up and uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with this because sure, like i said yeah. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, not many people knew about them. They took off out of the blue. They're beloved now. Um, Yeah, this one is hopefully going to be really delivers. But, yeah, that's kind of nice to have a first look. It's got a a huge cast, too. Like, it's, uh, um, oh, my God, Uh, Rob Sark from Game of Thrones. Absolutely, yep. He's going to be the lead. Angelina Jolie. Yep. And uh, Sama Hayek and Mm -hmm. Camille Mojani and... Yep. I mean, my God, I'm probably missing another big name in there, but it's huge. It's oh, crazy. um, it's is it Sebastian Stan is going to be the Black Knight? I can't remember who's going to be the Black Knight, but that is like one of the other big names too. So yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting how this one's going to play out. But I think that the the more exciting part was we got some confirmations of projects that we had not seen much about before. One of those was the Marvels. Yeah. So this is, and at first I only thought, I only considered one extra character, but this is essentially going to be Captain Marvel, Photon, who was introduced in WandaVision, Mm -hmm. that is basically Monica Rambeau, um, and then also it's going to have Miss Marvel, who's getting her own series. So I'm like, that is very cool. Oh, it's, it's amazing. When that logo popped up. In addition to some of the other ones, which we'll talk about in a second, that was very cool because I'm one of the few people on the Internet that you'll find that absolutely loved Captain Marvel, the movie. I adore that. That's in easily in my top six or seven in, in the MCU. I thought it was a fantastic origin story. Brie Larson killed it. I love her performance, which goes against the grain for a lot of people out there. But I just love that. And any more of the that character, and especially after seeing Monica Rambeau in in WandaVision and Photon, I want to see more of her. So yes, I want to. I want to know why she's so mad every time Captain Marvel is mentioned in WandaVision. Like I want to see that tension on the big screen. Uh, it's going to be so cool. And like even before that one, like we're, we we getting four Marvel movies this year, Todd. 
I, I, Four. I, yes. <laughs> Spider-Man yes. apparently is still in December. Yes. Uh, and in addition to like, yeah, Miss Marvel on Disney Plus later this year. And is Hawkeye still this year, too? I think I know so. what ifs in the summer. Yeah, actually, that that's, it makes me think I should open up the link below this uh, because this actually lists out. Uh, it, this link uh, that I have in here, it's basically got a list of every production oh, they've wow. got coming, and it's pretty impressive. Um, I mean, so Miss Marvel is supposed to be late 2021. Hawkeye, it says late 2021. Yeah, wow. So it's in post-production currently. Jeez. Spider-Man is in post-production. Um, uh, Doctor Strange is in post-production. And then we've got other things that are filming in pre-production. Yeah. But post-production means that these could drop because, I mean, and they're pretty essentially done and they're just doing a post effects, maybe doing mm-hmm. some lines and things like that. So that's awesome. How spoiled are we <laughs> here in the year 2021 when it comes to Marvel media? Like, come on. It's insane. I mean, with Marvel, uh, pre-Blade, Marvel was essentially the Incredible Hulk TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else did they have? So a really bad show called uh, – I don't think you ever saw this, Kyle. Um, it was called Gen X. No. Or Generation X. Uh-huh. It was a Fox made-for-TV movie with a Generation X from the comics. It was like 1994. I recorded it on VHS just so I could <laughs> watch it again because I'm like, this will, I'll never see this thing again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's about all we got. That horrible Spider-Man TV series from like the 70s. Mm-hmm. A Doctor Strange made-for-TV movie mm-hmm. back in the day as well that starred um, the mom from Arrested Development. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She was oh, kind of sexy back wow, in the day. Wow, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, but we are spoiled. But the cool part about this is just, you know, it, you know, we, we've, we're we getting, like we said, Marvels. But then we're getting something that was kind of dropped but not 100% clear what it was going to be. And that is Black Panther yes. Wakanda Forever. Oh, my God, yes. I'm, I'm very happy that we're not just getting – and I'm, I'm – Sure, this was like made clear before, but I'm happy it's just not like Captain Marvel two, Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a big fan of the subtitles, or or oh, just yeah. like, or just like the hero's name and that's it. Like I don't need much more. Just like go see Captain America or whatever. But yeah, I'm very very excited for that. Obviously, it's going to be bittersweet because Chadwick won't be in it, unfortunately. Um, I'm I'm curious as to who's going to take that mantle up. And if and if anyone's going to take that mantle up, or is it just going to be a world a movie in the the world of Black Panther and Wakanda without anyone donning the suit? I I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good question. I mean we are getting a Wakanda uh, MCU TV series. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not been a, that. There's no date for it yet. Sure. Uh, but that's you know, so they can do this a couple different ways. They can explore Wakanda, some of the other things in that series. In this, it's probably going to be talking about the legacy of Black Panther, talking about that process because Black Panther is always handed down. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not static. Uh, we saw the the Lion King like <laughs> Simba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With all of the forefathers together. So I definitely see that there will be a new Black Panther, and I think that's the whole sense that life continues. You, you sure. pass along, and um, I don't know if they've got any footage where they could include him in that type of, you know, that the the Passover sense when they did that mm-hmm. with uh, T'Challa. Um, but you know, there's some. The, I mean, because they have the different tribes of Wakanda who could once again sure. 
take on. We've got Shuri, who's been actually been Black Panther in the comic before, too. So there's yeah. a lot of material there with, with Black Panther being around since the, the, the late 60s that they could do some things. And either way, I think Ryan Coogler is going to make the right decision. Yeah. And we should embrace it. Just like, you know, Falcon Absolutely. taking over the mantle of Captain America. Yeah. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. I, I just know I'm going to be a wreck in the theaters when there is that scene of some are going to the um, I forgot what the place is called, but with the big tree and the purple skies have to eat the fruit or whatever. And it's instead of like uh, T'Chaka there passing down to to T'Challa, it's T'Challa passing it off to whoever's next. And it's like whether it is footage of Chadwick or it's like the digital image of him, like I am, I'm going to be a big mess in that theater. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's my son's favorite, uh, probably his favorite movie. Um, so he's good. 15, and I it's it's one of the few movies I've watched multiple times. Love it. It's probably you know right up in the top five Marvel movies for do me. Do we so. do we get the hint of was it uh, Endgame where they're like oh there's quakes outside of Wakanda and people are saying it might be Namor like a hint mm-hmm. of Namor. Are we gonna are we getting that in this movie? Oh, just imagine Namor shows up in his like mantis and <laughs> <laughs> with, with his little winged feet. Um, yeah, I'll be curious what they do. Yeah, and that might that might be a con a conflict that could drive more characters showing up, which would yeah. be kind of cool. Uh, because at this point, we really don't have a we as far as I I know, we don't have like the we're going towards the Avengers. We sure, don't have yeah. that thing we're going to yet. We don't even know what that's going to be. Because and we looked at these mar- these movie titles uh, and different things. I mean, I'll just go through these really quickly. Um, we have already talked about a few. Uh, but Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness is really the first one, along with the Spider-Man. Uh, they mm-hmm. talked about the different multiverses with uh, Mysterio. That really opens the door to say we could have just a really weird shakeup of just different things, different worlds, different threats. And, you know, we, we, we know at the end of this trailer we got, we got the Fantastic Four, like yeah. just symbol. So that's kind of like the end game, maybe that that's where we're going towards, where everything opens up and we get a bigger threat like a Galactus or something yeah, like that. That's what I was yeah. saying. Yeah. Another that's, gigantic because you can't it's not like a, a small fry kind of villain unless no. it's unless they, they poise Dr. Doom to be like the biggest bad of them all and kind of take the Thanos role. But I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean, very getting, interesting. I mean, the other one I can think of is like the series, and I'll, I'll just keep going through these. She-Hulk, that's that's filming currently. God, um, please have Charlie Cox's Daredevil in that one. Please. That would be cool. Yes, yes, please. another lawyer. Even if he's not Daredevil, he just yes. shows up. Matt Murdock. Oh my you know, God, yes. Yeah, not powered or anything. Very much a Pietro in WandaVision yeah. kind of situation. Oh, that would be perfect. Um, Moon Knight, uh, which you know, I guess they're filming right now. Mm-hmm. Secret Invasion. Now, this is the one I think that could be leading us towards something very cool. Uh, I hope it expands because that's one of my favorite Marvel comic books of all time. Just the series where, you know, the, the scrolls have been secretly living among us. And these aren't the good scrolls. These are potentially the bad scrolls. So, yeah, um, yeah I think we're going to see with the Marvels how they play into that. Ironheart. Uh, we've got Armor Wars. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is yes. interesting. It's a one-off. Uh, Ant-Man Quantumania, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fantastic Four, then Blade, which I'm very excited about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm Groot, which I'm guessing that's a TV series, maybe animated. Don't I know. think it's, if I remember correctly, I think it might be in the same vein as uh, the Forky Disney Plus shorts kind of thing. Yeah. I think it's like that. 
Uh, oh, Forky and Groot teaming up. That would be pretty funny. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be great. Forky would get so confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadpool 3, then Wakanda. So, wow. God, that's a – I mean, this list is longer than my web uh, page is. <laughs> so, yeah, this is going to be awesome. That trailer was really cool. I mean, we know we're getting, like you said, Kyle, I mean, just uh, four movies this year. I believe four movies next year. I mean, uh, wow. And just imagine, yeah. it's been how long since we got our last Marvel movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and and hopefully by the time, you know, everyone's vaccinated and can actually experience it in theaters again, like that is that is the goal that the entire time I sit in the theaters for the first time for a Marvel movie, I will probably cry the entire way. If anyone doesn't know about it, I'm a very emotional human being, so I will be a puddle watching any movie in a theater, just letting that the sound waves hit me <laughs> like that's that's what I'm looking forward to, especially Black Widow. Like, oh, my God. See, I, I get I get like teary eyed in the dumbest things. It's not even like the things that like you should. It's oh, like, sure. Oh, yeah. There's a commercial for a dog and something. I'm like, oh, what is this Absolutely, doing to me? Todd. Yep. But then there's like an Oscar winning performance. Like, oh, no tears. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I, I can't control myself. I don't know yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah, so um, moving on to the next story, though, Kyle, um, this one's been a little bit of a we don't know, and that is the fact that we are getting a new Superman movie. J.J. Abrams is producing it, not directing it, and uh, Tennessee Coates, I'm going to kill that name, uh, who has been a comic book writer of uh, Black Panther, a bunch of other things, uh, is going to be doing a Superman movie. Um, And I don't think they've... uh, identified a director yet but they've said they want a black director this is going to be a black superman this is kind of a big deal but um dc is starting to do these things like these one shots like the joker was more of an elseworlds a one slice of life uh vision of not necessarily something tied into the bigger picture um and there has been there have been black superman in the past there's been steel not the bad movie with with Shaq. <laughs> Shaquille. <laughs> yep. Uh, there is another Superman, a black Superman from another Earth. Um, so there is considerations that this could be something that they could be doing that type of storytelling. Um, so we could see that. But they're basically saying that they, they think this is going to be a perioded piece set place around 1978. Uh, if that if that date sounds interesting to you, Kyle, or maybe it doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's the year Christopher Reeve's Superman movie came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Admitted, admittedly, Superman's not my 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 guy. Uh, and I'm I would say he's, he's, I would say he. A lot of people don't. It doesn't. He he doesn't resonate with a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and and I've read a lot of great Superman stories, but typically people just think it's the Boy Scout. Uh, how do you make him interesting? Uh, no one can yeah. take him down. Yeah, he's uh, too powerful. You know, That's my too thing. powerful. You know, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't does he's not the person that will kill. But we did see that obviously in some other things. Uh, Zack Snyder's universe made him a little bit mm-hmm. of a gray versus a black and white. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, it takes an interesting story to tell. Now the the interesting thing, Pete. I mean, hearing that a black Superman. Oh my goodness, that would change character. He is an alien. Yeah. <laughs> So his skin color, you know, the fact that he even showed up as white, would, that should be your first year. Like, what's going on? Yeah. But even, but I believe the Krypton TV series, which I think I only watched a couple episodes of, it was on Sci-Fi. Uh, there were black Kryptonians, so completely plausible. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't, I don't think him being uh, a black version of Superman is going to destroy the character at all. 
if if anything, it's gonna just be like a cool thing for for young black kids out there to be like, hey, look, Superman looks like me. That's awesome. Same thing like Black Panther. Like it's going, it's gonna be so important to so many people out there. It's gonna be awesome. I'm so yeah, excited. and. And just think about this. I mean, there's been pieces, uh, other else worlds done with Superman. One was called Red Sun, where Superman landed in Russia. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, versus, you know, Kansas, and he basically became a pawn of the state and then took that over. I mean, there's nothing to say that he couldn't land in um, the deep south of Alabama or something like that, raised by a family uh, that's African American family and seeing things, you know, through their eyes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's ways to just play with this and just really have a good time with it, and also probably touch a lot of people that Superman just they can't relate to. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so Superman in his current state is very – he's just bland. Like you said, he's a Boy Scout. He's a goody two-shoes. And that's, I don't think, the most exciting thing when, when kids look at a superhero and like, oh, look at – he's blue, red with some yellow. All right, that's you know pretty basic, and he flies. Oh, he also has laser eyes. Oh, he also has free, cold breath. Oh, like he can – like. A green rock is his only weakness. Come on, it's a uh, it's a little lame, but if if anything can make him a little bit more um, uh, alluring to a younger generation, and maybe this will get other those that younger generation into comics and nerdy stuff and and bring them into this world. By all means, like that's that's the dream. Um, one question for you, so. I am a huge fan of Miles Morales. I've loved the comic. I love what they've done in the, the game. The character has become synonymous as basically young Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, would you, would it be as powerful if Miles Morales was just Black Peter Parker? Like, so it was just mm-hmm. Ultimate Spider-Man when that launched. That title launched basically in late late nineties, I believe. Ultimate Spider-Man basically was just taking the Marvel heroes and displacing them and putting them in more of a modern setting, retelling their story. Peter Parker was a white kid again, very similar. Miles Morales came in later, and basically when Peter Parker died, Miles Morales came in and, and took the mantle of Spider-Man. I'm just curious though. Is it more impactful to create a character that actually has its own their own being and they earn it? Kind of like Falcon has been Falcon for how many how many years? I don't think it made him a worse character if he never became Captain America, but he was a character that was fully developed before he became that. Um, do you think that matters? Do you think it should be more impactful if a character is created with a specific background, or is it is it fine if anybody just takes over mantle? I'm 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 kind of torn at times. I. Yeah, I can understand being torn, but I definitely want them to be their own unique person with their own unique background. If it's just like if they do the I mean, we've seen it in the MCU, right? Like they just take Edward Norton out and place in Mark Ruffalo and just take another person, and put him in, in the same role or, or Terrence Howard. Or, or yeah, exactly. Like, War Machine, like, same guy, right? Yeah, it, it's really just taking up the mantle and nothing's really changed. And like, that's fine when it comes to. Like a, a movie and a franchise, obviously contracts and all the the, the boring back end stuff it, you have to worry about. But when it comes with creating a character, I want them to feel different. I don't want them to rely on the same story beats. I mean, that's why I love Into the Spider Verse so much. Mm-hmm. Like that is Miles is different, and he he's he's hip. He's not that nerdy. I mean, he is nerdy and he is a smart kid, but he's like. 
he's that cool kind of smart kid. Like he's got the Nikes on. That's huge. Uh, <laughs> it's all it took, Kyle. I had Nikes. It's all it took. I was not. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but like I, I'm 100% all for unique backgrounds, unique take. Let them have their own little quips and the way they they make fun of the villains and whatnot. Like, yeah, their own person is is more preferred for me. Well, very cool. Um, we'll see what's going to happen with this. Uh, we have DC Fandom that is going to be happening in October now, so I'm guessing we're going to get a lot of announcements about their future uh, uh, offerings, but. DC's not afraid to do different things than Marvel. so And I, I like that. I, I don't want everybody doing the same thing, just like I don't want Nintendo and Sony and Xbox doing the same things. If we all do the same, then why would you choose one over the other? Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. like an X versus an S or a N. Um, or red, blue, and, or green. Um, <laughs> uh, next story. Um, are you a fan of uh, Game of Thrones, Kyle? Yes, I am. Oh, my goodness. We got our first images. Will I be able to uh, remember any character names or no. story arcs? No, but I no. am a huge fan. No, uh, it's it's nudity, dragons, incest, a few other things. Red Wedding. That's pretty much it. That should be a good game. What do you think of Game of Thrones? What do you think? And the first four you know, things that come to your mind, yeah. you just... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Yeah, so basically we've got our first look at the House of the Dragon. Uh, This is going to be the first Game of Thrones project. I believe this is taking place about 200 years this is when the Tigerians were the the basically the ruling leaders and um basically we're getting a look back at kind of the golden age i guess you would call it maybe i i struggle Mm -hmm. sometimes with these things um and i believe this is based on george rr martin mr railroad um his uh lore that I believe is in the novels, but it's not necessarily ever been scripted out, dialogue, things like that. Um, so uh, this is coming out. Uh, essentially, we've got um, uh, George is going to be a producer, which means he's never going to write another book. Ryan Condal and Miguel Subject are all involved in making this happen. Um, this is coming to HBO Max. Uh, basically, uh, we've got a lot of characters cast. But the cool part about this is I'm a big Doctor Who fan. And who do we get? Matt Smith in his full regalia in costume with the white flowing locks. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm i a little nervous about it. If I'm totally honest, Todd. Um, the thing that made Game of Thrones awesome from a TV standpoint, that the, the, the series that is Game of Thrones, was the ever-present danger of the White Walkers. All throughout all seven, seven, eight seasons? I think seven uh, seasons. Eight seasons. Eight. Oh, because they were the shortened. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, just the ever-present danger of the White Walkers coming. And they're still dealing with, like, you know, the political battles and whatnot and, and family struggles. But there's still that big dark cloud looming. I don't know if it's going to hit as well without that big ever-present danger just in the back of everyone's mind. Like, it. What what is what is going to be the uh, the accelerant to like more like to hurry up? You know what I mean? Like there, there's no ur- I don't feel like there'll be any urgency as as to in this show. It might just be like another like very heavy drama thing. How do you feel about the red joggers? Red, I don't know what those are. Well, you have the white walkers. Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Todd, that was so good. It went right over my head. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the Red Joggers. Yeah, that works. <laughs> or, you know, you've got the, the, the blue runners. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the green yeah. crawlers. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I I try to come up with these. I I, I always say uh, we always think Hollywood is listening to this podcast, Kyle. So if you've got any great ideas, just put them out there and just put trademark at the end, and then you're bound to get paid, and they will make sure you get uh, uh, become a Hollywood hotshot. Awesome, that works. Yeah, I I totally get it. I mean, these 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 pictures of this cast look cool. Um, yeah, I would hate to. I mean, the only thing that makes me at least positive is the fact that we don't have to worry that this is going to be based upon george r, r. martin's ability to finish books <laughs> so if that's true and we've got the, the the people that are involved in this basically crafting everything on their own we should see the quality maintained versus where you sure. saw the quality kind of you know dive bomb once they ran out of material you could definitely tell the writing was different. The pacing was completely different. And they felt like they were in a rush because, like, we got things to do. If we wait till George is done, uh, we're never going to be done. Yeah. At this point, yeah. I mean, how many years? Four, three years later, the books still aren't done. We're not. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, at this point, um, I am looking to see if there's an actual date. Oh, 2022. So, um you know, I, I'm hope it's good, but I know it will be up against, you know, talk about, you know, high standards of, you know, uh, expectations. Whew. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. Well, something that I'm really excited about and I'm hoping that this is coming out this year and that's Stranger Things season four. We've had two teasers, essentially. We had the one uh, where basically it took place in Russia. Uh, and then now we've got one that takes place. Essentially, it looks like a flashback to Eleven uh, when she was basically being held by Dr. Brenner. Um, with this, uh, you know, we I assume this is coming out this fall. They had to uh, suspend production. It's been over 15 months since the last <laughs> season for uh, Stranger Things. So I'm hungry for it. And I just really uh, just been I at first I never thought I wanted a season more than season one because I thought the first season was so perfect. But they've really uh, done great with the previous seasons. Um, mm-hmm. Kyle, what, what, are, what are your thoughts about a, a fourth season? Uh, I'm, I'm torn on it. Um, I really love how the first three ended. I, I, I'm, I'm sure there are a couple things that I, I wish were maybe uh tightened up or i need a little bit more closure on especially the way things end with 11 and mike um but i just love the characters i will take whatever they're gonna do i'm not a if they're gonna make something new that i love i'm going to watch it regardless even if i don't think it's up to par like that's why i going back to game of thrones i i enjoy all of game of thrones even the rushed Mm -hmm. couple seasons so i I just love the characters of Stranger Things and that those kids and um, what's his face Hopper. Um, it was fantastic. Hopper's fantastic. So like I just give me more, even though I'm I assume Hopper's back, uh, which is in Russia. Odd in <laughs> Russia. Really? Yeah. So yeah, I'm super excited. I don't know when we'll see it. It's I hope soon. Like you said, I hope it's this year. Um, yeah, Stranger Things. I, and I think the Duffy brothers said five and that's it. Okay, that's I good to have an ending. So. 
it's good that they they have a vision mm-hmm. for where it to end, so we don't get into that situation where oh yeah, they're just kind of spitballing and seeing what works, and then it, yeah, no, no thanks. Ooh, I, I want to propose something to you, Kyle. Yeah. I'm not proposing to you because I'm already oh. married. Mary, yeah. Madam Web may <laughs> I do that anyways. Um, what if season five took place in the future, meaning like now? And now we've got these kids, kind of like in It Part Two, yeah. where they're grown. Wow, that'd be super cool. Yeah, that could be a variety, right? That could be like it could yeah. mix things up enough to say because that time era, you know, all those things. It's like, is it just, you know, like you said, is it too much? Is it just, you know, going back to the well too many times? That could be an interesting way of. That'd like, be cool. Yeah. And may, maybe even just like a at like a, a more like urban setting too, like an actual mm-hmm. like bustling city with oh, yeah. all these demigorgons and weird things going on. That'd be super cool. Um, yeah. Visually, it'd be pretty stunning. Oh yeah, they could change the aesthetics, like you know, going from the '80s to modern music, different music, different yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. That'd be very cool. Yeah. I, so I guess we'll see, and you know, I'm 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 hopeful, and I I really am excited because that's that's always part of like the fall for me. It's like Stranger Things, Halloween, all these cool things. Absolutely. It just gets me that gets me in the spirit. Um, Kylie, you know, what else? What Fourth of July, right? Was it? Oh man, I can't even remember. Yes, because I was uh, I had I work at a summer camp, and I got pink eye. <laughs> And oh. <laughs> I it was I was pink eye and I think and bronchitis at the same time. I remember sitting on the couch suffering watching that entire season those couple of days. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, the white way to crust just to see a little bit. Is that is that what what's happening? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You were the upside down Kyle. Yes, I was. <laughs> um well, um no one also gets me in the mood for the fall. That is apparently the Muppets. They are doing a Halloween special. I don't think they've ever done a Halloween special. They're, it's called Muppets Haunted Mansion. We had one other Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy that no one speaks about. Um, but we've got this. I love Muppets. I love their specials. We've got all the Muppet shows now on Disney+. Plus. The world is in a much better place. And this is going to be fantastic. I, I just cannot wait. I don't really know if this is just going to be a bunch of like musical, musical, like some musical numbers potentially. I don't think they can do this on the the, the haunted uh, mansion ride itself because it's kind of a uh, you're just observing. You're not really in the midst of it. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, what do you think of like um, the Muppets taking on Halloween? More Muppets is never a bad thing. It's never a bad thing. Uh, I've heard the new the Disney Plus show is very good, uh, or or the the newer show that is on Disney yeah. Plus is very yeah. good. Muppets um, now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think this is very cool, and I'm shocked that they haven't done a Halloween thing earlier, um, or at least to to your knowledge and my knowledge. Uh, yeah. More Muppets is never a bad thing. I'm excited for it. I, I think in this article it says um, Muppets Haunted Mansion takes place on Halloween night when Gonzo is challenged to spend one very daring night in the most grim, grinning place on Earth, the Haunted Mansion. So it looks like it's going to be Gonzo focused, which oh, is I love it. excellent. <laughs> I love it. It's kind of yeah. like when it's kind of like when, you know, Elmo took over Sesame Street. Just too much, too much Elmo. Uh, it's good to have some of the classics back. Gonzo hasn't gotten a lot of pub, although it's kind of funny that we don't have him with Ratso. We've got him with Pepe. I'm like, Pepe, come on, get out of here. The prawn, <laughs> who, who cares about that guy? Um, but um, it just makes me think of the Muppets. They're 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 an oddity, and there's a show called is it called uh, Defunct Land? 
I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's, an, it's a, a YouTube series where they typically go and explore the history of like amusement parks that have no longer exist. And they do different uh, things as well. And one of them was about the Muppets and how they ended up getting bought by Disney. It's really cool and oh, really interesting. Cool. Yeah, so I, I think it's it's great that they're finally using them. I just hated that I thought at one point I thought the Muppets are just going to be you know long forgotten. They're getting overshadowed because of the, the all of the things that have been going on. Um, the yeah. ride at uh, Hollywood Studios in Disney has seen better days. It's been kind of forgotten. No one goes to it anymore. We went to it and it was awesome. But um, yeah, I, I mean, and I just think Muppets is Disney's way to do like satire. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. MCU, Star Wars, they could do everything. And I think that yeah. would be a great like comedy vessel for them to explore and really engage like people that have never heard of the Muppets or it's, you know, never experienced it. So I just would like to see the Muppets used in this way and really being able to ham it up and do those different yeah. things. Yeah. And, and not enough love, I feel like, is given out to the two recent movies uh, with Jason yeah. Segel. Uh, those, those are fantastic. Not enough people talk about those, and it it's it saddens me. Oh, I I loved. I actually saw the second one first, uh, and people said that one's horrible. I'm like, I had a great time. Oh yeah, then I had I, a great time. Then I finally watched the first one. Uh, I like that too. So I'm a big fan of that. Um, yeah. Uh, I think the last thing that really was not very good with the Muppets was that uh, ABC series where they tried to make the Muppets kind of like depressed and down. Yeah, just like yeah. Mm, I don't want to see a depressed. Kermit or or Fozzie <laughs> try to date a woman. It's just weird. Yeah. Ooh. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, Kyle, last story, and actually I'm gonna gauge your interest in this one. Uh, do you like uh, fancy galas? I've never been to one, but I'm interested. If Madam Web comes through, like I'll go to any gala. Ooh. You know I can just imagine you in like a powder blue tuxedo. Ooh, hell yeah. Tails, <laughs> and then Madam Web in like one of those like antebellum like gowns. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. You know, yeah. she keeps, yeah, keeps getting like shut in the car door and, you know, it's muddy and yeah, covered in, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. filth. Um, but yeah, um, so I just want to say we're all going to be invited to the Hellfire Gala. Are you ready? I'm so ready. So this is a new thing. So the X-Men is having this big event. It's called the Hellfire Gala. And essentially this is kind of resetting the X-Men to have this big event. It's a crossover between 12 titles. Um, And it's all about this event that they're throwing, which is such a weird thing. And it's going to have celebrities coming to it like Conan O'Brien and all these different people. And it's in comic book form. It's so weird. And it's on there. Basically, they've already shown pictures of what the people will be dressed up as, like these comic book characters dressed up. And it's all about kind of like the the, the mystery of who got invited. How do they get invited? Uh, hijinks ensue. Uh, basically, somebody par- crashes the party. So this is kind of a weird thing for comic books to do. OK, it's very odd. I, I, it's I, I very just odd. Yeah, it's, it's just a weird thing. I keep hearing about I'm like this sounds really interesting. And basically, someone pitched the idea that, yeah, we're going to basically – take a step back we talked about like you know the events of comics where they're like doing their administrative duties well this yeah. is them just being very social and having a party mm-hmm. um and it's it's really something that because x-men i'm not sure if you're up to speed but um x-men has gone through this thing called um it was called the power of 10 house of 10 which is basically there was a mutant character called krakoa which was this living mutant island. Very weird throwback. But the mutes have partnered with Krakoa, and they basically established a society now, and they created a genetic database of all mutants. So if any mutant dies, 
they can recreate another mutant. So if anybody uh, dies in mutant kind, they're brought back. Wow. Okay. And it's very weird because it's a lot of ways um, and a lot of characters. And this is kind of like us. X-Men have always been reinvented over time. And this is like their most recent reinvention where it's just a different approach to the X-Men versus, you know, them battling Magneto. Um, this is kind of mixing up enemies, bringing in new threats and new different things that I've always thought that's been awesome. It's like I like it's like what I'd want Star Wars to do. What does Star Wars finally do when there's not the rebels versus the Empire? Sure, yeah. It's external threat that would bring people together or do something different. This is the same way with X-Men, where it's like they're just pursuing, like you talked about Dark Phoenix. Do you just want to tell Dark Phoenix 18 or 19 times mm-hmm. again? Mm-hmm. This is their way to do it. And basically, the, this is kind of created strange bedfellows, different partnerships, and created new villains to come in and take them on. And this is kind of their way to say, as mutant kind, this is our way to celebrate ourselves, our culture, and have an event, like a social event. So that's what this is all brought upon. And it just is going to have a lot of, like, mystery and, like I said, a hijinks where somebody crashes the party they shouldn't. So I'm kind of surprised they're doing this, but to me it's a different approach. That's cool, yeah. The, I'm I'm all for uh, doing new things with properties, uh, if you haven't guessed yet. Like, I loved Last Jedi. Again, another controversial thing, because it did something new. It, was, it, more, it wasn't retreading or redoing the same thing that we've already seen over and over again. And so, like, yeah, I applaud them for doing this. X-Men is the one thing that I so badly wish I read more of, and the one that I'm actively trying to figure out where to start. Um, other than like reading Days of Future Past, which I I have, and House of M is on my list as well. But like X Men is, I love. I have such a deep love for X Men from the the cartoon back in the day when I was a kid, and again the comics I did pick up at the drugstore were usually X Men based mm-hmm. with mutants. So I so badly want to just jump in and, and experience these awesome characters. And this sounds like a good time. It sounds like a fun time, so I'm I'm very into it. I'm going to keep my eye on it and make sure I can read it as it comes out. Yeah, and the funny part is they've got pictures of all of the all of the uh, characters in what they're going to wear to the to the gala. I should send uh, you the link to it, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of like formal wear for for superheroes. Yeah. That's, oh that's my awesome. god <laughs> emma, uh, emma the white queen her outfit's a little skins looks like she's wearing a uh, i hope it's a faux fur uh with like a crystal i, I will send you this image in the link kyle mm-hmm. and uh i think you'll be quite honestly blown away um but yeah you guys can you know maybe give us madam web ideas um you know <laughs> for what she can wear <laughs> uh, the cleavage will be hanging low uh, oh my god yes. what an outfit i know isn't that awesome I like how the fofer has just an X cut out of it. <laughs> I didn't even notice the X, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> but if you saw X it, marks it, the spot. it, it definitely I mean? does. It definitely does. Yes. So, uh, yeah, check that out. Um, if you are into fashion, it's exciting. And maybe you can get a little more fashionable. And, uh, yeah. and you know, if you want to buy something for your lady, there's some great ideas here, folks. Well, that is it for the news. Hopefully you had a good time. And hopefully you are ready for us to go to our favorite geek establishment, to get our nerd on. That's the Geek Easy. Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. We're sitting the Geek Easy. Drinks are poured and we are ready to get our nerd on. So Kyle, what have you been geeking out about this week? I binge watched and I'm Mr. Late to the Party on a lot of things that people are watching on either Prime, Disney Plus, Netflix, whatever. I binge watched Invincible. 
uh, from start to finish within like a couple of days leading up to the finale. And my God, what a show. A thing I didn't like I knew of the comic and how many people love that run. But man, that show is on another level. I typically don't enjoy watching animated cartoon like things. But I was I was locked in from the start. The the voice acting is incredible. Um, big shout out to Jason Manzukis for Rex. I think oh, that gosh. is the standout. <laughs> I love Jason Manzukis, um, and it's just like brutal. The way that first episode ends, obviously no spoilers, but like did not see that coming. No. My jaw was open, my mouth was open. I was like, oh my god, how is this a thing? And I just I want I want it now. I want all of it now. Um, and, and like it, what I really love is showing and explaining things that we don't really we take for granted. Like one of my favorite little dialogue things were when he Omni Man was was talking to Inv- Invincible, just talking to Mark how how flying works. Like that is super cool. Something I didn't think about. And like, yeah, no, you just need to. It's all about inertia and, and kind of like moving. Think about where you're gonna go, and that's where you're gonna go. Like that stuff's interesting. Or when Mark is is finally getting his powers, and he throws one trash bag in to the dumpster, then the next one he chucks all the way across the, the planet, and just how quickly they came in. Like, God, that show's so good. Robert Kirkman, my God, what a talented talented human being wow um I'm, I'm glad you like it i i read the omnibus years ago and it's like the first 25 issues um and we actually talked about this on the show we can try to compare the comic to the show and it's very much like walking dead they are different enough that you can get appreciation for both and neither will be like sullied. Not sure. neither of them is the worst of the two. Both are fantastic. And like I like I said, um, the the animated series opens up with something that the comic book doesn't. And the comic book um, travels differently than like a, like it's kind of the pacing is weird because it's like certain things are happening early here yeah. and, and later there and vice versa. So it's it's very um, I, I'm I'm always amazed and when they get the visuals to match. The, the the source material because it looks a lot like the comic which I appreciate a lot. Um, DC does that sometimes with their animated movies where they have it match the artist's uh, style which I like because it makes mm-hmm. it feel like it has a a, a presence a presence of its own. But I mean yeah, Kirkman doesn't like I always tell people this book is is a Kirkman book so it's not just like Spider Man or Superman combined la la la. And I, I know one thing I, I think is interesting, Kyle. Did you notice every uh, every episode, the Invincible uh, basically credit just the blood. Yes. <laughs> every episode, the blood gets more and more all over the name, which is like, you know, you, their hands are getting dirtier and dirtier as they, they move on. And it's getting more and more tense, which I love. Also, shout out to the corny use of that title <laughs> popping mm-hmm. up. I really enjoy I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. But I love like every single time someone's about to say the word invincible is when the, sh- the episode title, the, the show title pops up. Yep. Like I, I enjoy that so much. <laughs> it's amazing how Amazon has kind of found their niche uh, yeah. with the boys and invincible mm-hmm. and with superheroes doing something different than nobody else has done. And they can do it because they're on Amazon. So they don't yeah. worry about like, you know, censorship and things like that. There's properties- also like, yeah. 
there there's uh sorry to cut you off Todd there's a uh, a um the Critical Role animated series is going to be oh, on Prime right. at some point right. too so I'm super excited for that yeah Prime is killing it with like their original programming like it's it's insane and the boys season three four three is coming up yeah yeah they're they're filming it right now like I'm so excited for that they're just they're crushing it. Yeah, we're in a we're in uh, the golden age of television. Absolutely. Like I don't, I mean, back in the day when we only had three or four stations, and you know, you had your USA network and things like that. Mm-hmm. Still, you weren't getting content like this. You just got more lawyer, cop, doctor <laughs> shows. Yeah, maybe a good comedy, and then maybe somebody would throw on a, like a show like a Lost or mm-hmm. or Heroes or something like that. Now it's like you you know where to get that content. It's in somewhere else. Somebody actually throwing dollars at it. Remember when Sony did um, Powers? Yes, I did, and it was so yeah. heavily featured on there. Yeah, on the PSN. <laughs> it's like a world. It's world's different now because you you could get powers to be on anything. It wouldn't have to just be on Sony's on Sony's network. So, and, yeah. and, and I always imagine if that series was not trapped behind a console, if it had done better. But oh well, sure. we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So awesome. Well, if you like the the show, I, I I recommend. I don't know if you have Comicsology or not, but it's a great place, and I think they have like the first ten volumes free to read and they're oh, awesome so. sweet that's awesome yeah. yeah well fantastic well um i'm gonna uh, uh, anything else kyle you wanna uh no yeah just a lot a lot of video game playing but i know we're not talking about that here so gotcha 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 yeah we try to keep charlie appeased when we're not on yeah. he always listens just to make sure we haven't bad talked him so <laughs> love you charlie yeah. <laughs> um well i just want a couple uh, uh touch on a couple of things uh speaking of like uh the, the the basically comic books and getting that media on the screen uh, a show I started watching that's now debuted on Netflix it's Jupiter's Legacy this is Mark Millar uh, telling a tale that is essentially uh, it's it's a different it's basically a different take than the, the boys where this is superheroes doing the right thing or trying to in different times this okay. is essentially um, a group of heroes from the past they've been around for. 70 80 years and they haven't aged or they've aged but very slowly but just imagine superman being around for 90 years and finally getting grayness hair things like that and now they are raising the next generation of heroes um and it's all about that conflict of legacy and that's why it's called jupiter's legacy um really good cast i really like it and it's also a story that's told in two timelines so basically, it's like the heroes of today, but you see them in the, like the 1920s oh, and their cool. origins. Yeah, it's told. It's told versus like a prequel or doing. They just basically are telling the tandem of essentially how these heroes you've seen now that are you know leg, legends, how they essentially get to see their powers um, or get their powers. Um, so I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. I'm on the first two episodes. Really well done. My wife, who's typically not into these things, watched the first two with me. Really liked it. So. Sweet. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. Ma, uh, Mark Millar, great writer. He wrote uh, Wanted. Uh, he wrote a few other things that are, are are pretty. Typically, he tends to write a lot of things that are kind of like I would say. Um, I don't want to say sarcastic or kind of like uh, you know jaded, but this one feels a little not in that case. He's, I'm trying like his that name rings a bell. I'm trying to think of where I heard Mark Millar from. I think it's even Mark Miller, but he's he's Irish and his name is oh, A.R. Sh- okay. uh, yeah, so he, did, he didn't some, write Kick-Ass, did he? Uh, I believe he did. Maybe that's uh, why where I'm thinking him from. 
Yeah, um, and he's wrote a bunch of different things specifically for Netflix. It's under this Millar verse where Netflix has a deal with him, so all his properties there. And he writes a lot of his things in a very almost uh, cinematic way in comics. Like he's he's making them to be on the screen, which is very interesting. But he also did Marvel Zombies. He did Ultimates, um, that that series Avengers. He's done some other things. Um, uh, he did Red Sun, uh, Old Man Wolverine. Uh, wanted yeah kick ass so i mean he's definitely what i'd say he's edgy but he's he delivers i think he's done some great stuff so um if you're interested in that it's it's on netflix now the full season's ready to go so check it out i was really impressed really happy with it can Um, i can i ask you a question with with mm -hmm. that just briefly do you prefer the way uh that netflix does it where you get all the episodes up front or the week week to week that Disney Plus is doing with the MCU shows and like Invincible and Prime. Which one do you prefer? Because I'm 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 personally struggling with that. Where I would love to binge it and just take it all in at once, but the lead up it gives me something to look forward to, even though the wait's too long. But I don't know. I prefer the weekly release um, because there's so much content. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to get behind, then get That's spoiled. Fair. And then things lose – and, you know, I, I think Disney's realized this. They want to keep people around. They want people to actually continue to talk and, and really explore an episode and really get into it. Like a lot of shows that are bingeable, you don't remember episode three versus episode six. That's fair, yeah. They all kind of blend together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I just think – and if you want to have conversations with your friend and you just said like, oh, have you watched this? Nope, because I'm too busy. I've got 80 other million things to watch versus something where it's almost like a vent, like must-see TV. We're kind of out of that era now, but um, I always say this. Netflix created binging shows based on shows that were already out and just in their library. We didn't really get a thing like this until Breaking – or no, it wasn't Breaking Bad. It was um, uh, House Cards. Sure, yeah. So it's kind of changed, and then people got felt overwhelmed with content, and things get missed. And then you you basically say, oh, have you heard of this show? No, I didn't, and I probably won't get back to it because the next thing's coming, and I have to watch all of it away right yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah, I preferred that with the Disney shows. I feel like every week's an event. And it's That's something fair. you get excited about. Think about if The Mandalorian was dropped day one, how hellish your life would be, <laughs> or, 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 or WandaVision, all right? Mm-hmm. How hellish, you know, like, holy crap, I got spoiled – yeah, and it's not as fun. It, it, it is when it comes to like you know the spoilers on the internet. It is uh, a double-edged sword. There, like yeah, you watch it immediately, so you're unavoidable. But then even after you've watched it, like people mm-hmm. are, are still spoiling it, yeah. and or just like it's been 30 minutes since it's mm-hmm. been out. Why do I already see a spoiler on my timeline? And I thought I had all the keywords muted and. Still gets through. So, yeah, th- I think that's the one thing I miss from just binging it all at once is I just put it on, put my phone to the side, and then I will be able to not be spoiled because uh, that's the worst feeling in the world. Well, Kyle, you and I both play a lot of video games. Yeah. And what, what do video games do? They take up a lot of your time. So for me to have, like, I, the ability just to watch 45 minutes of a show and then go back to my video game and play for <laughs> – yeah, yeah, yeah. Competing time. I mean, everybody talks about whatever, you know, everything's competing for your time. So I like the ability to just be able to pace myself. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I I get it. People want to binge because they just love something so much they just want to go through it. So, like I said, imagine if Game of Thrones was binged. Like, here's season one, season two. The Red Wedding? Oh, do you watch that already? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's bad enough. Um, another show that I uh, watched uh, the second season finally just debuted is Mythic Quest. I am a huge fan of the show. First, I wasn't going to be a big fan of the show. I'm like, oh, so lame. It's on Apple TV Plus, which once again, another service, too much stuff. Did you miss it? I'm like, I'll I'll eventually watch this. Well, I watched this because I started watching Ted Lasso. Have you watched Ted Lasso? I no? I don't have Apple TV Plus. I will get a trial <laughs> for 30 days yeah. regardless. I've heard everyone like oh, you talk about such high praise of that show. It, it is it is a hug. The show is a hug, warm awesome. hug. Everybody is good, and the, it, even the bad people eventually become good. Um, and it just makes it just warms my heart, and I just love it so much. It's a great show. But that got me to then say, what else is on Apple TV Plus? You know, I I screwed up and didn't get my year free on my Apple device. So um, my friend had it though, and I decided I was going to watch it. Mythic Quest. This is the show. I don't know if you remember this one. This is the one that Ubisoft was yeah. like in one of their conferences talked about the show. I'm like, what does this have to do? And mm-hmm. this is so weird. But man, if you like um, the it's it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Absolutely. But with a little bit more of a heart. This is this show. Uh, it's all about the the basically this team that is making or or had made this MMO called Mythic Quest. Raven's Banquet is the new uh, expansion, and they're supporting it. And it's all about the people that make this game. The the, the basically the the creative director. Uh, I guess you'd have him be the the GM of the of the, of the studio. Uh, you got the programming director, the lore leader, the business guy. All these different people, the game testers, and it's just telling their story. And when they lean into video games the least amount, I feel like it's when it's its best. Um, sure. They do when they do it as well. It, it can be fun at times when they do that because, but they try not to it. But they, it's it's. I think the way they manage it is pretty good. Um, it's not in your face. It's not overwhelming you with details and things. But it's got a great sense of humor. There's a great episode. I think it's episode five. Um, I forgot what it's called, but I mean. If you watch any episode, watch that one because it's basically essentially has nothing to do with the whole sh- the show as a whole. Okay. And it's about game development and relationships, and it is fantastic. Um, it does bring that loop back in. You'll see at the end, which is a nice touch. Uh, they did a great uh, um, uh, quarantine episode that came out of the blue that I loved. I thought it was fantastic, and it's just debuted again. And this is where they're trying to create the second expansion. Nice. And that's where it's going. So it, it's a great. Yeah, I love it. I would not. I, I think it, it's a show that finally talks about game development. It's kind of like a Silicon Valley, but I think more realistic. Sure. Also more heart touching than yeah. Silicon Valley. Yeah. It's been it's been on my list to check out whenever I get Apple TV Plus because of uh, like you said, mentioned it's always sunny. I enjoy that show. Uh, and the the main person that show rob yep. mcelhaney i think yes this is yep. him i i love him as as just a writer and just a comedic person so yeah i'm happy you're digging it it, it from that ubisoft like debut it's thing, so weird i thought I was like, all right like, yeah and i thought there was always going to be like a game tie-in like they're going to make this game and they never did so yeah. thank god but yeah. it's done well and i'm, I'm glad it, it's yeah definitely one of those shows that i just thought oh god this is going to be horrible but yeah it's back yeah I've uh, been watching the first, uh, the awesome. second season. Yeah, it's great. Um, and yeah, I think a 30-day trial, Kyle, you can knock it all out. I got binge it. it. I got yeah. it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, lastly, a show I'm going to finally watch with my son because he's big into anime, and that is Castlevania Netflix. Season one, I had watched the first episode, but it had been so long ago. And I'm like, I'm going to watch this with my son now. We watched it during his lunch break in school. He's 15. So hard to get him pinned down to actually watch a show with a plot. 
For yeah. him, it's Twitch or YouTube or whatever. So, But he loves anime, too. So I said, hey, just watch this. This is a little bit different. This is more like an American animation uh, TV show. It looks kind of anime, but it's it's basically written by Warren Ellis, who's a great comic book writer, using Castlevania and all of its plot lines and everything. And I don't know how they pulled this off, but the first episode is excellent. It's excellent. I, I don't even know how it happened. And so it's season four is coming. And I don't know how they pull this oh, off, but actually – there's three seasons of it? Oh, yeah. And four – that's what I'm saying. I'm so Whoa. far behind. Yeah, so it's not like it's one and done. It's got yeah. four seasons. Fourth will be its last, and people love it. People that love anime, people that love the video game. So they haven't offended anybody, and it's Konami. So I don't know how they nailed this. But <laughs> that's it's rare. Good. Exactly. Yeah. It's very rare, yeah. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, so I just think it's really well it's, – it's definitely gory, and it's not for the little kids. But uh-huh. they – they introduce, you know, Dracula, Trevor Belmont's in the first one. You are knowing that they brought in Alucard at the very beginning, but he kind of goes away. So if you like Castlevania, those games, I think they this is a – I don't know if we're ever going to get the great video game movie, but I think if we get more uh, video game media in other forms, TV or animated, then maybe that's where we go. Yeah. So hmm. That sounds rad. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really like if you like Castlevania and you like good stories, like I said, Warren Ellis brings this to life. It's not like it's from overseas and they adapted it here. It's fully American or Western. So you don't have to worry about, oh, bad translations or dubs or subs or anything like that. It's truly like these are the voice actors. It's all set. Nothing to worry. I don't know if they translate it into Japanese or not to to (laughs) piss them off, too. Who knows? (laughs) If I say the damn thing, I want my subs. I want my dubbed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh. How many episodes a season? Uh, I think there's eight per season. Okay, that's a good sweet spot. It's manageable. Yeah, that's a great thing about new TV shows. I think they realize 26 episodes. Probably 13 are decent. The rest are crap. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Concentrate that goodness. It's like God of War. God of War is so concentrated goodness. Um, You don't need, you know, Grindfest or anything. It's just awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Excellent. Okay, well, that is it for the Geek Easy. Kyle, uh, hopefully you can cover the check because I forgot my wallet. See, the thing, the way my bank account works, I have money in my savings and not in the checking. Uh, all right, let's bounce. <laughs> uh, yeah, you like dishes? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, well. Uh, well I, I guess I can probably work some that one. Okay. Oh, well. But, Kyle, we are going to go now to a fantastic vacation destination where the mutants have been vaccinated, and that's the Thunderdome. To another edition of Thunderdome! Thank you, Tina! The mutants have been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained, and this week we've got a game. This is going to be a fun one, or it's going to be a horrible one. I'm not sure which. (laughs) We'll see how this goes. This is the IMDB plot keyword game. It's very simple, folks. You can play along at home. Uh, You can guess along with us, and if you want to play it with your friends, just go to IMDB, look up a movie or TV show, Scroll down, and I had a hard time finding this, but there are plot keywords. So basically very simple, like, you know, keywords that would be uh, basically associated with the type of movie you're seeing. Some are very specific. Some are very vague. Um, My movie has 120 plot keywords, Kyle. How many does yours have? 451. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We will not be using all 120 or 440 of these. A lot but, of mine are very obvious, so okay. like I, 
I won't be saying this unless you're really stuck. No, and we try to be vague first because, you know, the more specific you get, it will lead you to the title pretty easy. So we want to make this. So, so Kyle, do you want to do a cutoff like we do maximum 30 words or um, or do you want to go for a period of time? Yeah, let's do 30. And, and before we start, by all means, you're more than welcome to ask one yes or no question. Is this movie older than 10 years? Yes. OK, we'll get started. So I will start with. Empress. It's one. The never-ending story. Elf. Lord of the Rings. No. Combat. I don't know. Thief. Oh, my God. <laughs> you weren't kidding when these are so generic. Um... <laughs> Thief, Combat, Elf, Empress. Nothing. Castle. <laughs> what was that one? Castle. Castle. <laughs> oh, man. Robin Hood. No. Prince of Thieves. Bad acting. Oh, boy. That should give it away. Nope. Nothing yet. Um, let's see. Uh, deception. <laughs> That's eight. <laughs> oh my god. Nothing. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's go to another one. Uh, try to get a little bit closer to this one. Okay, we're gonna say. Well, these are really, really, really big. Villain played by a. A person who's played a lead actor. And it has an elf and a castle. Oh. That's nine, I believe, now. Still not coming to me. Okay. Um, some of these are great. Kicked in the face. <laughs> oh, God. What? <laughs> That's ten. <laughs> nope. Here's one that's fun. No opening credits. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's 11. Oh, my gosh. If somebody at home has already gotten this, oh, my God. You are insane. Nope. Nothing. How about a booby trap? A booby trap. That's 12. <laughs> Princess Bride? No. Okay, some of these are just bad. No. Um, let's see. Um, how about this one? Based on a game. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Based on a game. What was that? Is it the one with Jason Statham? I forgot the name of that movie. I don't know. Keep going. Dragon Tooth. It's 14. I feel like that is the one with Jason Statham. <laughs> I just don't remember the title of that movie. I don't even know. Who, let, me, let me look and see if I can find the cast to this, because I don't think he's in it. Oh, okay. All right. That was a free let hint. Me, let me just really look really quick <laughs> at the cast. Um, oh, my. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know who the, the lead actor is. <laughs> oh, oh my fantastic. God. <laughs> Based on a game, Castle, Empress, Thief, Elf. Kick in the face. 
<laughs> yes, kick in the face. Kick in All the right. face. Yeah. Keep going. Oh, wow. There are some interesting actors in this movie. Oh, wow. Um, okay, we're going to go on to Fantasy World. Hopefully that's obvious by now. Yeah, right. Uh, nope, not yet. Did I already say movie flop? You did not. Okay. So probably big expectations for this. Castle. Elf. Oh, my God. This is going to hurt when you say it. Because I'm pretty sure I know most movies that are based on a game. And this one is just not coming to me right now. Okay, I'm going to give this one. This one's an awesome hint. Bald. (laughs) Bald. Bald. Again, Jason Statham. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Uh, I think that's 19. Yeah. All right, keep going. I got 11 left. Oh, no. Uh, Let's see. Oh, well, <laughs> it's funny because I look and there's like, it says stabbed and there's like five different ones with stabbed. So <laughs> would you like stabbed in the back? Sure. Stabbed in the okay. back. There you go. Stabbed in the back. Nothing. Okay. Let's see. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Um. Okay. Black Comic Relief. It's 21. Based on a game. <sighs> Nothing yet. Hmm. Okay, I don't know if this will help you or not. Surprise ending. 22. <sighs> Warcraft. No. Let's go... I don't know if this one's true, but I'll say cult film. I don't know if this is true or not, but someone said it. Film. 23. Nope. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple more, then I'll give up if I don't get it. (laughs) Sorcerer. Nope. I'm thinking more and more now that I haven't seen this. Did I say sword and sorcery? No, but that's implied with the sorcerer <laughs> <in> fantasy land. <laughs> um, let's see. Good versus evil. I think it's twenty-five. God, I am so bad at this game. I have no idea. Um, there's one I could give you, and I think you would get it. Well, here's another one. Soul uh-huh. black character dies. Cliche. Maybe it doesn't help you. No, not too much. Okay. Um, hmm. It says part computer animation. It's like 27, I think. Part computer. Man. The urge to just go and type into the Google machine <laughs> right now is killing me. Oh, my God. How old are, how old are you, Kyle? Uh, I'm going to be out turn 34 on Tuesday. Okay, so there's it's a in my wheelhouse. I was gonna say, I'm guessing you would have seen this then. Still nothing. Okay, sword fight 28. <sighs> sword fight elf castle kicked in the face, stabbed in the back, sword and sorcery, a castle. 
I'm also looking at my Blu-ray shelf and see if it's over there. <laughs> I'm guessing no. No, probably not. Nope, keep going. Anti-hero? Kyle, come 29, on. 29. 29. All right, give me that last one. Okay, last one will be Magical Mirror. I don't know. I think the the based on the game thing is really holding me up. I have no idea, Todd. I have oh. no idea. Okay, Kyle. This one was tough. I the keywords what year? were kind. Year was two thousand. Two thousand. Okay. The movie was Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my God. Starring Jeremy Iron as the bad guy. Okay. Justin Whalen is like the main the main protagonist. I couldn't even point him out in a lineup. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what the big one was Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans was the comic I rem- relief. <laughs> I remember I remember the movie. I never I've never seen it. I I oh my god. Oh jeez. Okay. Horrible movie. Horrible movie. It's but, on my uh, list. I gotta watch. Yeah. It. <laughs> That's what we're finally getting a good. Well, we're getting a new one. Chris Pine is going to be the lead actor, so I can Sweet. only hope it's much better than this. So, Kyle, good effort. Thank you. Man, that was bad. <laughs> All I'm right. So, Your revenge is nigh. I'm so excited. <laughs> you cannot make up keywords either. You can't throw me off no, that way. I Absolutely not. Okay. There's, listen, I have 451. I don't think I need Holy to make up any. Crap. Yeah, I was scrolling. I'm like, is anything here even remotely? Like, some of them were so vague. One was Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, I'm not giving you that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are, you also get a question, correct? Yes or no? Uh, yeah, you can kick me off with a question. Did this take place before the year 2000? Yes. Ooh. 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 Okay. Okay. Kick it off. Um, <laughs> how to book? Uh, chicken soup for the soul. No, that wasn't even out then. I don't think. <laughs> uh, number two would be Alien. Oh boy. Well, it's not How to Train Your Dragon because that's not an alien. That was before, that was after the year two thousand. Okay. Fortune teller. You said alien? Mm-hmm. Mm. This isn't Mac and me, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Magnet. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Hit me again. Smoking. Smoking? <laughs> alien. Magnet. Um. Mm. Oh, wow. Before the year 2000. Okay, is this like going to be one of those young movie Kyle movies that he saw on VHS when he was a little boy? Watched it 85 times. Um, wasn't was it the stuff? Nope. No. Okay. Uh, oh God, I love this one. Man wears eyeglasses. <laughs> they live. Nope. Oh my God, that's the only movie that if like sunglasses mattered. Okay, next one. Comeback. Comeback. Is that like a Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, oh, uh, thing? Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, number eight, muscle growth. Muscle growth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Garbage pail kids? 
Okay. Number nine, Bulldog. Was my stepmother, stepmom's an alien? No. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm now realizing why there's so many keywords. Uh, <laughs> okay. Because a lot of these are dead giveaways. Sure. Um, cheerleader. That's 10. Cheerleader. Oh my God. The only thing I could think of with cheerleaders is like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But no, no aliens there. I don't know. Wow. Hmm. Um, oh man. Lasso. So. Oh, Kyle, this is like all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it's Aliens, that kind of movie. Cheerleaders. Buckaroo Binesai? Mm. Oh, okay. Not that old. Um Hazmat suit. It's not Back to the Future, is it? Nope. Oh, okay. That okay. was a, uh, I think that was eleven or twelve. Okay. Um, water bottle. Water bottle. Oh goodness. Um, is it the blob. No. Okay. Golfing. <laughs> Why am I thinking of <laughs> thinking of an Adam Sandler movie at this point? Uh, <laughs> um. Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, golfing. That's slither. I'm thinking before the year 2000. Oh, throwing me off. Um, invaders from Mars. No. Nope. Uh, medical test. Medical test. Not ET. Nope. Okay. Shirtless male. Shirtless male. <laughs> oh God. Um, Starman. Mm-mm. Just trying to think how far back you went when you picked this one. It's the nineties. Oh man, there's a keyword here I would love to use, yeah. but it will not sure. help you whatsoever. Okay. Uh, psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Ooh, I didn't even like even ask you genre or anything. So it's like I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Alien, though, because that's got to be sci-fi. So, psychiatrist. Um, that darn cat. <laughs> wow, what a pull. But no. <laughs> New York City. New York City. Oh, oh. Predator 2? No. Nope. Danny Glover taking down the Predator? No. Uh, kidnapping. I believe that's 17. Oh, my God. It's not even any clearer. Thank you, Kyle. Um, <laughs> oh, kidnapping. Oh, God. Night of the Creeps. No. Iron Lung. It's not Buckaroo Banzai, is it? Nope. No. I, I think, it's 18, 19. cannot think of many movies with Iron Lungs in it. Wow. It's a deep cut. Reference to William Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> is this movie house two i don't know oh my goodness okay keep uh, bringing it hiding in a locker is this the faculty nope oh uh, uh all right i'll start giving some uh some okay. decent ones here i say decent ones here sure this one is like 
spitting. Spitting. Species? Nope. Uh, sneakers. Oh, God, I didn't even have this. I'm assuming this is a movie, so. Uh, yeah, 100% is a movie. Okay, okay, good, good. Okay, sneakers. Oh, my goodness. The fly? No. Nope. Uh, reference to the Chicago White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> um, my parents saved the universe. No. No. Um, rope. Ice pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Cult film. Oh, okay. Even better. Mm-hmm. Cult film. Aliens burning. It's our smoke. New York. Shoe. I've forgotten everything. Um. Oh God. Um. Cult film. Oh boy. Ooh. Um. Earth girls are easy. Uh, I think you have six or five left. Oh, there, perfect. So. Yeah, I'm that much closer. Uh, <laughs> amusement park. Amusement park. Ooh. Critters? Mm-mm. No. Actor playing himself. Mm. Blade? No. There's no aliens in Blade. Live action fantasy. Live action fantasy? Uh-huh. According to these keywords. Live action fantasy. Oh my god. Dune? <laughs> nope. Um, rap music. Oh my god. Uh, um, weird science. Right, I got two more. Okay. Dynamite? Men in Black was before 2000, right? Uh, no? Yeah, the first one was. Okay, but it wasn't that. No. no. Okay. Okay. Uh, last one. Breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. Oh, my goodness. This is not going to go well. I'm probably going to be killed by the geek masses. I don't know this one. I, I don't know. I don't know. Give it to me, Kyle. The film is the cult classic, a movie that I did wear out the VHS tape of. had the soundtrack on repeat and has a sequel coming this year what space jam space jam (laughs) space jam yeah oh my god so the reason there are so many keywords is they were naming every single looney tunes character every sports team that was in there oh boy yeah oh my mind was going in darker places apparently sure yeah uh, than Michael Jordan slamming to the I could have I almost did what I said actor playing himself I almost put air quotes around actor mm. but mm. yeah yeah <laughs> wow Space Jam yeah wow yeah I think I I don't even know if I ever saw that in the movie theater mm. oh, wow. yeah the young Todd was well I would have been ooh what year was that ninety six ninety six so it would have been in I would have been in college Kyle so oh, wow okay. Uh, 
little different. You know, Todd was doing little things different back then. I was 21 years old. You know, <laughs> don't time for the cartoons. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was watching the more more uh, uh, more mature things like Beast Wars. <laughs> oh man, what a show! <laughs> I tried to watch that, that recently. Oh it's yeah, not no, no, no. I was I recorded that every time I was in college in class. I would set the VCR to record it so I could watch it. So wow. that was what mature 21 year old Todd was doing. <laughs> Beast Wars on VHS. That's amazing. Oh, love it. Yeah, I wonder if I have any of those tapes around. Oh, well, we'll see. Well, Kyle, thank you for uh, the mutual torture session there. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for allowing me to do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, it goes in deep, dark places. Yeah, we, we're trying to figure out a way to make that game earlier, easier because the plot keywords... They're so fake. No. Or, or they're specific. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's either really long or really short. Oh, well. Uh, I hope everybody played it at home, and if you got it right, let us know, of course, after the fact, you can just lie. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, well, um, Kyle, that is the end of the show. And just before we do leave, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Larry Giver, who on Twitter, World 111 Podcast, uh, I asked for questions. He gave me literally 85 questions. I saw those. <laughs> yeah, so if there's, let, me, let me see if I can find one that we can just answer for him. So I don't feel like I treated him badly and we just ignored him. So let me see what I can find from him. I, like, um, I hopped on Twitter. I was like, man, I have over 20 notifications. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, tweet. Um, let's see if I can find one. Let me look really quickly. Wow, it's hard, so hard to find the uh, flow of questions. Uh, let's see. Was there any ones here? Let's see what question he asked. He did ask a specific Doctor Who question. Are you a Doctor Who fan? I have never watched an episode, unfortunately. Okay, let's not answer that question, or it'll be very short. Uh, <laughs> roll up and down this. Okay, let me see um, very quickly. Oh, here we go. Do you think the Marvel Disney Plus shows are actually doing anything meaningful in progressing the story? Oh. We kind of talked about this, right? Yeah, yeah of, we but- did. I think they're doing wonders for the Marvel characters and stories. Like, I more time with these characters for me to fall even further in love with them as as characters in this universe that we will probably not ever see again in the form of media like spanning over such a long period i am loving learning more about wanda and vision and seeing falcon rise to the the mantle of captain america like i'm i'm loving it i think it's fantastic I agree, and I finally feel like this is where the connected universe finally makes sense versus the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all those other things, because we're finally seeing the synergy where these characters are actually showing up in the movies, then going on TV, and they're reciprocating. What happens in the TV show is just as important as the movies, and they play together. I I didn't like that faux thought of, well, the movies are really what matters. What stuff on the TV, they can even bring in actors into it. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, this is fantastic. And it it lends itself more to the uh, source material, too, because, yeah, when you're not on screen fighting this big bad and this event and issue, no, you're off doing smaller things on the side. So it it even feels even more fleshed out, this universe, in that regards of Wanda doing her own thing and, and Falcon and, and uh, Bucky doing their own thing. So yeah, it's fantastic. Excellent. Well, thanks Larry. World War one podcast guys. Listen to it. If you like a Nintendo or just weird type of podcast to listen to, but what, you know what? We got somebody who does a lot of content on the internet right in front of us. Kyle, tell people where they can find you. Sure, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. K-Step. If you're into PlayStation, I do a weekly uh, show with one of my best friends, Joseph Moran, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, called 
PlayStation the Trophy Room. You can find us on Twitter at PS Trophy Room and the Trophy Room wherever you listen to podcasts, including on YouTube at the Trophy Room on YouTube. Um, and if you're into indie games, uh, hit us up over at 61indie.com, uh, twitch.tv slash 61indie, and youtube.com slash 61indie, in addition to 61indie on Twitter, where we just uplift indie developers and uh, highlight that super important and overlooked part of video games. Well, thank you, Kyle. This has been awesome for you to come in, fill in for Charlie. It's big shoes, but I think you did a fantastic job. Um, Folks, follow Kyle. He's an awesome guy. Uh, He does some awesome work there, and, you know, he's uh, just just a great guy. Um, So thank you for being on the show. I I hope you had a good time uh, talking about all the things that are nerdy in the world that we experience Absolutely. All right. So when you're done following Kyle, you can check out our stuff. We are on podcast services around the globe. We have four podcasts for everything you're interested in the world of nerd. We've got the Prime podcast that you're listening to now, uh, Co-op Mode, which is video games that I do with Mark Kirbin, the Canardian. Code 47 is our Star Trek podcast that Charlie Carden does with a crew of Starfleet members talking all about Star Trek. Holocron Chronicles is a show that Mark the Canardian Carbon does with Charlie Carden, all about Star Wars, and they're talking about The Bad Batch. If you're interested in that show, check it out, but they also talk about everything that's happening in the universe of Star Wars. We're on YouTube as well, where you can watch our podcast. You won't see our beautiful faces, but you'll hear our wonderful voices with our logo. Like, subscribe, and leave a review. We're on Twitter, at SecretFriendsU. And then we are also at a merch store on Public. Check out Secret Friends Unite for all the merch you have there. If you ever wanted to find some hot pants with Secret Friends on it, you know where to go. T public. All proceeds go there to help our show pay the bills and keep us running seven years strong. So with that, I say once again, Kyle, thank you for joining. You are officially a secret friend. Thank you for being with us today. And with that, folks, as always, be the hero, not the villain. Remember, be kind to one another. We'll kind of forever. In a faraway world. All people deserve to be free and equal. The child is not fit to govern an empire. The forces of darkness. You can control dragons. With the dragon army at my command, I can crush the Empress. This has got to be some twisted magic experiment gone seriously wrong. Have threatened to conquer a kingdom. What can I do to stop Profion? If you could obtain the Rod of Savril, you could control red dragons. I suggest we lay low, let the whole thing blow over, come back, rob everybody. There's one small problem. Problem? I kind of committed us to find it. this task alone. You know, I love the way you track. Rocket Marina, you get the map. How you get the girl and I get a map? We gotta work out some new plans. I want them found. Do you really think you can steal my destiny? Be careful. You too.
Baggins. You want to play, do you? Ha, 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 ha.